from Huntsville, Texas. This is your host, Joey Barra, with episode four of the Rest Life Night Shift. So the fall semester is finally over, and the students have moved out, and they have gone their ways back home. Naturally, there are still some people that have stayed behind, and for some, they drew the unlucky number, which has left them with duty over break. And there are even those that are even more unlucky and have to be on duty for Christmas time and New Year's. For others, they're just too far away from family and they just don't have the means to get back home for the holidays. So if you fall into either of these categories, this episode is for you. Don't worry, you're not forgotten. And if you are one of those people that are going to be working through the holidays, you are appreciated. You really are. Anyway, here's the show. It's never fun being away from family, especially when you have become accustomed to being with them over the years during the holiday season. For some, it may be extremely difficult, especially if this is their first time being away from family for the holidays. There are those vets that have learned to adapt, and they are continuing their old traditions that they have celebrated with their families and friends, sharing those with others in their current situations. Today, we'll be listening to the perspectives of two live-in professionals who have learned how to make the best out of a not-so-ideal situation during the holiday season. Our first guest on the show today comes to us from the volunteer state. Brandon Harris is a hall director at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and he has just finished his first semester as a full-time professional. He'll be sharing experiences from his undergraduate years and how he has become intentional in utilizing vacation time to spend time with family on the holidays that mean most to him. Hello, my name is Brandon Harris. I am a hall director at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, located in Knoxville, Tennessee. I am a first year professional as well. A little background about me, just to be able to picture my life a little bit. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada, specifically Henderson, Nevada, which is a suburb of Las Vegas. It's around 15 minutes away from the Strip. I was actually born in Gary, Indiana, but I've been living in Las Vegas since the age of three. But I did my undergrad work, got my bachelor's of science from Indiana State University, located in Terrell. Indiana, which is around an hour from Indianapolis. Got my master's of science from the University of Central Arkansas, and that's 30 minutes from Little Rock, Arkansas. Just giving you some context of where I'm at in these small towns from the big city. So Knoxville, to me, is a big city. It gives me a big city feel just on everything about it. And I love Knoxville. The reason why I fell in love with Knoxville and I picked the University of Tennessee was because of the spirit of the institution that it has. So it's orange everywhere, you know? Everyone talks about the orange, but once you put the orange on, it's just a very, like, you just can't get rid of it. So did have the orange, loved the orange. On top of that, I wanted to work at a larger institution, which was great. And I wanted to work at a place where it was in a good location. So. I went on numerous of on-campuses in the spring, a variety of on-campuses in the spring, and Knoxville was the one that attracted me just due to I'm three hours, three hours away from Atlanta. I'm two hours away from my partner, which I wasn't searching with a partner at the time. Partner does eventually has happened recently in my life. And it's great that I'm only two hours away from my partner, which is in which they are in Asheville, North Carolina. And I'm four hours away from Charlotte, North Carolina, five hours away from Indianapolis, 
four hours from Louisville, four hours from Cincinnati. So I have all these great traveling destinations and I'm three hours away from Nashville. So I have a lot of places I can go to. And I love that there's an airport as well. So I have a regional airport here, which is great for conference traveling. I do more of my traveling through Atlanta or Nashville just because it's a little bit cheaper. So how far is away my family? I don't even know. I don't, they were checked, honestly, because I probably never travel across America like that unless I got a position back in the West Coast, which I want to land back up in. That's like my end goal. So holidays for me, all the holidays are very special, including Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays. But, you know, in reality, we are not able to be with our family for every holiday. Um, so I usually pick Christmas and New Year's that I'm always home for every year. There are other things that I'm home for sometimes, which is Fourth of July, maybe Memorial Day, other holidays like that, just like a travel home and see my family and friends. But my parents, we don't have like big traditions, more of like we do like a normal American family, really eat on the holiday fellowship but other things I do enjoy other traditions I have started with my friends which I don't have here currently in Knoxville is like Friendsgiving where I have gotten groups of friends from my fraternity brothers sorority sisters to close friends that we'll always do something and we'll put on a Thanksgiving dinner for each other where we all cook or bring a dish sometimes it's sometimes I might cook a lot of the dishes or split half and half some people make the meat some people bring the sides um Currently, I do want to do something for my student staff. So usually Thanksgiving, back in Central Arkansas, we were closed for Thanksgiving. So I never really had RAs who stayed around. So this year here at University of Tennessee, we do not close for Thanksgiving. So next year, I do plan on doing something for my student staff. My thing, this year I wasn't really prepared. I didn't know how that was viewed, but while my student staff stay, some had to work in the building. So this year I do. This upcoming year, I do want to do something for my student staff for Thanksgiving, since I will be staying for majority of all the Thanksgivings. So my first holidays away, my first year at Indiana State, I was actually at home with my aunt and uncle. So I was born in Gary, Indiana. I went back to Gary every couple of years to visit family during the summer times usually. So I had my aunt and uncle who stay in Gary. And so some Thanksgivings, I actually did go to my an uncle's house. So for me, it was great still being able to be around family and do things, but it still wasn't the same being with my parents because I'm my only child. I'm just used to always just being us three and the two dogs. So it just was different. I think I will say my first year in college, I didn't experience the homesickness until probably Honestly, I haven't really experienced a lot too recently. We came to homesickness and being away from family. But I did have moments in my first year, like specifically in my second semester, where I did want to go home sometimes. And not like go home for a extended time, but maybe just for the, for the weekend. Because sometimes I did view Indiana State as a commuter campus where people do go home a lot on the weekend, especially because everyone's from Indianapolis usually or Chicago or even from the region in Gary. So I always know people to go home a lot. But some advice I would give to pro new professionals who are far away from family during the holidays. Really try to stay connected with people you like, have connected with in the city. Connect with people in the city. So I always encourage people to meet other people outside your department, outside your institution. Even if it's at the institution, just make sure it's outside of different functional area. I do have friends here in the city who I have developed friendships with. I actually had one of my friends bring me a plate on Thanksgiving, which was great. I wasn't expecting it, but it was great. So and that person doesn't, it's not even affiliated with the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. So there are people 
who might be able to cook with you, cook for you. But on top of that, there are people in the city who will be great to fellowship with. My new professional, not everyone our age. Well, for me, I'm 25. Um, not everyone my age, you know, has a family, like has kids. So a lot of people do stay back because we all, a lot of us do have to work throughout the holidays. So I say encourage, I encourage you all to make friends within the city, at the institution. But at the same time, for me, I did my own small Thanksgiving dinner too. So for me, I, that was a self-care thing. I enjoy, I enjoy cooking. I just never have a lot of time throughout the year to cook due to here at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. We're not always on call, but sometimes it feels like we're always on call with just the demand of the student population we have. And then I would say, in closing, as a new professional being far away from home, you know, it's not my first time doing this, um, being away from home. I would say, use your vacation time wisely. Use that time to use some of those days for your family to go home. This year, honestly, I'm not doing that, but this upcoming year, 2018, I do plan on being home a little bit more often. So I wanna go home like three times a year where I could go home maybe like in the winter, a spring, in the summer, just to be homeless a little bit more often. I'm my only child. My parents are up in age. I do want to see them a little bit more often. I do have dogs at home too, my fur babies, which I really enjoy. And I have friends. My childhood friends are still in Las Vegas. So it's great that I'm able to fly in. I can still see everybody at once instead of planning a trip. So I do encourage people to see their family and their friends a little bit more often, utilize their vacation time wisely. And that's pretty much it. And I said, you know, if you're not going home for the holiday season, I encourage you to go out and do something self-care. If there's a tradition that your parents did or friends or family, anyone did, I said, try to continue that tradition. This upcoming year, I'm actually going to probably do a tree in my house. I haven't, did, we haven't had a tree, a Christmas tree in forever in my parents' house. I had a Christmas tree probably since my first year of college. That's when my parents moved again. So. We haven't had a tree since then, so I actually want to bring a tree back in my house and possibly doing something, even though I might not be at home for Christmas, is just bringing those little small traditions back to this to make it feel more like home in your actual home. If anyone ever just wanted to feel free to reach out to me and connect with me, my social media handles on Twitter, Instagram is educator, E-D-U-C, the number eight O-R underscore B. And my email address is brandonharris1914 at gmail.com. And feel free to even follow me on Facebook, Brandon Harris. Thanks and have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. So our second guest comes to us from the Great Lakes region in the Midwest. Carl is a residence director in the Chicagoland area. And today, he's going to be talking to us about his experience of being on call during the holidays. He also will be talking to us today as to how he worked through his feelings of loneliness during the holiday season and how he made the best of it. Hey, Night Shift listeners. It's a pleasure to be on the show this week. My name is Carl, and I work as a residence director in the Chicagoland area. Loneliness and homesickness during this time of year is something that has had a presence in my life since I transitioned into full-time work after grad school. 
I moved to Chicago from a rural Ohio town with a mid-sized university, but I am originally from a very small farming community in Minnesota. My aim in the job search that I engaged in was to get closer to home, but also be in an urban setting. So I knew going into my job search that that would mean probably being away from my family considering where I grew up. I hadn't necessarily thought ahead to the holiday season when I was searching for jobs, especially because graduate school afforded me the privilege of getting back to my family for most of the holidays that we celebrate together. The job offer I accepted was in a small department in downtown Chicago, and I ended up being the only full-time live-in on-call staff member, uh, which in our department, at least that first year that I was there, meant that I was by default on-call for Christmas. Now, my family celebrates Christmas, and we celebrate Christmas in a big way. It's a very important holiday that's steeped in a lot of traditions, and these traditions do not vary much at all from year to year to year. Because of that, the thought of being away, the thought of not being with my family was devastating. In fact, when we as a on-call team finally locked in our duty schedule at the end of that, before the end of that first semester, I was already, you know, in my, I was in my first semester of grad school. I was dealing with imposter syndrome. August. I felt personally victimized by my August that year. And all of these things were on top of what was already a really challenging first term for me at this particular school. I think worse than all of those complications, however, was needing to break the news to my mom that I wasn't going to be home for Christmas. In the back of my mind, I knew that this was going to be a possibility, right? We're on call normally throughout the entire school year, um, not just when school's in session. However, sharing with my mom that I wouldn't be home for Christmas for the first time is in my, I think, then 25 years of being alive was an incredibly difficult conversation. After talking through, you know, why it was important to be on call and that kind of thing, she was, of course, supportive, thankfully. But after that conversation, I carried a sense of guilt with me because I had, after all, like I mentioned, decided to be in a city, which for me in this case was further away from home than other cities could have been. I also at that point hadn't even really had a chance to get back to visit them. But I love my city and I love this work that I do and I love my family. And so together we were able to work something out where we were kind of having as much of a holiday together as possible, even if I wouldn't necessarily be home for the actual holiday itself. My family was able to drive to see me prior to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And this was a huge huge opportunity and something that helped me manage the idea of being away from my home and my family and our traditions during Christmas. We not only had the chance to be together to do things like share a meal and exchange gifts and that kind of thing, but we got to experience some of Chicago the way that I had been experiencing Chicago, some of these new things that were quickly becoming traditions for me. However, when the time came for my family to pack up and drive back to Minnesota for the regular Christmas Eve and Christmas Day routine, I was left with a giant void that was essentially filling with all of these feelings of despair and guilt and loneliness. The only thing that I really could compare it to was being left in my residence hall room as a first year, first generation undergrad. I mean, I was about to move forward into territory that I was unfamiliar with. I was the only person that I knew at the time that was going to be experiencing that and I didn't have a plan. I did, however, in this situation, have a small group of RAs that would be there with me. And so we planned to spend the evening of Christmas Eve together. Now, not all of us in that moment observed Christmas. We didn't all celebrate Christmas in the same way, but I knew that we would all need to eat something. And most of my own family's traditions involved certain foods. And so recreating some of those foods um, to have sort of a potluck dinner with the team, um, it made a lot of sense. It kept them nourished and, you know, powering through rounds and that kind of thing. But it also allowed me the chance to savor and share some of these important flavors from my from my life. 
When Christmas Eve night was upon us and we gathered to share our meal without any prompting, each of the team members actually brought their own sort of, quote, traditional foods, not necessarily holiday food, but something that represented either where they were from or something that represented their family. So we shared this meal and we talked about the significance of holidays and the foods that we eat to honor them. We watched Star Wars like you do. And together, I think we shouldered the majority of the loneliness that we were feeling. See, regardless of what it is that you celebrate, if you choose to celebrate at all, because of the prevalence of Christmas in the United States, and because of the academic calendar of our institutions often breaking during this season, this time of year for anybody can feel vacant, it can feel isolating, and it can feel lonely when you're left to serve on call, especially for those of us who are at small schools where we may be the only full-time professional around for a few days or longer. In many places this time of year, also shout out to the Midwesterners here, it's a cold, dark time of year. College and university campuses barely ever feel the same when there's next to no one on them, right? Which I think increases the sense of isolation. After having now gone through quite a few holidays away from home, and after having gone through a lot more on-call time, I've started thinking of this vacancy not as something that feels crushing, but rather as an invitation. In reality, the moments I spend away from my family during times of year like Christmas will always be fewer than the moments I get to spend with them. In a lot of ways, being on call this time of year is an invitation for me to get to spend time celebrating with me. It's an invitation to reflect on the significance of not only this time of year and what it means for me based on the holidays I celebrate, um, but it's also a moment to reflect on the work that I do and this particular work that asks me to be here when other folks have departed to be with family. Being the professional person on call during this time of year opens up some incredible opportunities to role model positive self-care as well as community building behaviors. Following the experience that I had, I always integrate a conversation for break members to talk through what they as staff may be challenged by during this time. We set aside some supervisory time to have this conversation. We talk about traditions. We talk about the holidays they celebrate. We brainstorm their plan for caretaking for themselves during the time when they are on call in the buildings. It's also important to me to ensure that the staff and students alike have access to food options and opportunities to engage with institutional resources that they need and that there be a plan in place so that staff members know that their experience is important. At my current institution, we run a shuttle service during break, in addition to offering a number of programs that are open to any students that happen to be around. We ask our winter break RAs to intentionally interact with the winter break residents to ensure that these programs are accessible and personal to the people that they're designed to serve as and and the knee is the RD, I got to keep my game strong and show the RAs that I'm doing the same. Community building this, during this time of year almost feels kind of magnified and concentrated because there are so few people around. At the heart of this though, and whether or not you choose to capitalize on this moment as a chance to role model for your team, being a professional, uh, being a new professional away from home, perhaps in a new city or a new state, or perhaps being away from home for the first time during this time of year or a holiday season you celebrate, it's gonna be tricky to navigate. And so I wanted to leave you with a list of five things that you can do if you happen to find yourself struggling with the winter residence life blues. Number one is to get out of your apartment. I mean, get out of the residence halls if possible. Better yet, if you live on a campus that has a community near it, or if you have a special place in town that you can go that makes you feel great, definitely, definitely take the time to go. It's so easy to stay inside and have your energy get cramped into familiar scenery, which can increase that sense of isolation. So change it up only if your duty protocol allows. Number two, 
love the space you're in. If you're inclined to seasonal decor, or if you haven't quite settled into your new live-in space, now is the perfect time to fall in love with where you live, which can help support you feeling a sense of place, even if you're away from home. That first apartment that I had, I, I was on a budget, and so paper snowflakes came a winter wonderland inside my living room, which was a lot of fun. Number three, spend some time with somebody. If that's a colleague or staff, new friends, perhaps a FaceTime call or a phone call with someone you love or anybody you have near you that you would consider family, blood relatives or not, see them. You know, for example, FaceTime into family dinner and remind them how great of a commute you have working in residence life, even if it does require you to be away during this time of year. Number four, have a plan for welcoming difficult emotions. If this is new for you, who knows what the emotional experience may be like? Knowing yourself and your support network, game plan for what you might do if you start feeling a certain kind of way. Now, this is a very personal thing. It could be something to discuss with your current supervisor if appropriate, or it could be as simple as identifying your emotional support resources ahead of time so that they're ready when or if you need them. Number five, and finally, remember that you are a part of a group of people who do this for the good of the job, for the good of our institutions, and most importantly, for the good of our students, especially the students that have to stay behind. And in all of that, you are not alone. If you feel like you're in a tough spot this holiday season and you want to talk to another lone on-call ResLife person, hit me up on Twitter and let's talk about it. I will be on call this New Year's Eve as we bring in 2018 and I would love to hear from you. So that's the show. Brandon, Carl, thank you for sharing your perspectives. Going into the new year, we do have a lineup of some topics posted to our Facebook page. If you would like to be featured, please do not hesitate to shoot a message to the ResLife Night Shift Facebook page. So for those of you who are on call for Christmas and New Year's, please know that your service is appreciated. It can be very hard being away from your loved ones, but know that you are never alone. And there are other full-time professionals in your same situation that are more than willing to reach out and talk. Anyway, that is everything I have for you this year. Happy holidays, and see you in 2018. I really hope that you keep on tuning in. This is the Res Life Night Shift, True Perspectives from Full-Time Professionals.